following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Star Show, bringing Yay. you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Yeah. I can't, I can't hear myself. It sounds funny. Okay, turn it up. Turn it up. There we go. Wonderful. Jimmy there we Star. go. Oh my God, I am so cool. Thank you. You, <laughs> you mean you hear yourself and then you're like, I am so cool. I can hear myself and then I'm like, Wow, am I cool? You're so cool. I'm gonna call you Coolo. Coolio. Coolo. Coolo works. So uh, cool, no, you don't want to be Coolo. Coolo means ass in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that one. I didn't know that one. I say Coolio. There you go. Because I like Coolio. Me too. Ride, yeah. ride. Well, Slippity slide. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, everybody, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool co-hosts. Starting off with the cool cat of film, Mr. Thomas Churchill. What's happening? Hot stuff. Ooh, that was good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. And then we got the diva of cool Drew Albright. I'll be back. Oh, that was good. We didn't even plan that one. That was funny. Okay. That's my Schwarzenegger. I'm then just got, kidding. Then we, got, then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. It's not a Toma. That's my honor, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jimmy Star. We want to welcome you to the Jimmy Star Show. We want to welcome, uh, tell everybody they can hit the ITV button and you can see us here in the studio waving and shooting birds. There you go. I like that. Chad participated nicely. <laughs> and uh, then we've got, um, what else do we have? Oh, we have a chat room. What's hey. up? Anybody in the chat room? I know Ken's there. Ken, yes, what's up? Ken Pettigrew. Ken Pettigrew, everybody. He's got an awesome radio show, KenPettigrew.com, and you can follow him on Twitter, at Ken Pettigrew. Ken is the shit, part two. And make sure if you're following Ken Pettigrew, you're also following at Dr. Jimmy Starr. There you go. There so you I'm go. I'm trying to stay ahead of him in Twitter followers. <laughs> You're like ahead of everybody in Twitter followers. I'm not. I know, but what's, I I want to stay amount, like way ahead. Actually, my week? clout went insane with that new clout thing. Did yeah. you see it? It's like sixty seven. I know and 68. your clout. I know, and mine dropped six points because with that new thing, that shit's jacked up. What is your clout now? <laughs> sixty nine. No. Oh, you're still ahead of me. Nobody likes <laughs> a fucking bragger. Oh. Actually, church, yours went up too because of it. Oh, very good. I think you're like hey. a 53 or a 58 or something, but it went way up. Like, you hey. went way up, so it was good. Mine's pretty good because I put, I don't do a whole lot, so. I know, it's I terrible. mean, like, you do so much. Ken Pettigrew, I think, is way up there, too. I think he's like a 71 or 72, so. That's the new algorithm. That's the new algorithm, and I just want to tell Clout that that new algorithm sucks donkey balls. <laughs> well, I don't like it at all. And uh, I have to say, Ken is the shit, part two. There the you sequel. go. 
KenPettigrew.com, everybody check it out. So so we have an awesome show for you guys today, and we've got Jim O'Rear coming on the show in a little bit, and we have Marley Schulman, who wrote uh, is the writer of A Mile in His Soul, which is a new movie going to be filming in Scotland, of which I'm playing a role, and I'm totally badass. You and, are. Uh, and you're all over and their gonna website. it's going to be awesome, and I'm all over the cool website. We're going to be promoting it. It's going to be really cool. And... We're supposed to have Denise Crosby from Star Trek and Pet Cemetery on, but about four minutes ago, I got a, like a, an email that she's not coming on. So uh, what? We're gonna do something else. <laughs> <laughs> shut. Uh, maybe no, this could be another Jimmy Star. Jimmy Star rap show. Yeah, this would be like another Jimmy Star <laughs> rap show. I don't exactly have anything planned because it's kind of hard to get somebody like right when the show already started. And uh, even though I did do it last week with Douglas Tate. Because I'm such a superstar, but today Which, that was so much fun. I thought we would just like have church since we got Churchill here. We would just like talk about all our own cool shit and say hi to everybody in the chat room and maybe play a new song by uh, Cat and Nine Tails from Monarchy Records. Jimmy raps and uh, I rap. Really? Remember we did that show where what was it? Ice Ice Baby? Yeah, we it? did Ice Ice oh, Baby. I'm gonna dig that up. I freaking I like no. That it was Good Vibrations, wasn't it? Okay, then we can do Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that up for you. We'll pull that up for later. I freaking like love that shit, baby. It's awesome. So, um, so I, I need that as a little clip for like extras on our website, which is jimmystarshow.com. Awesome. That's right. You can get fun extras there. Everybody should go to jimmystarshow.com too and check it out because like it's been totally redone. Drew did an excellent job working on it. It's fabulous. And, thank you. Thank you. What's we that look. website address again? www. No, it's just jimmystarshow.com. You don't even have to put the W's Screw in the W-W-W. That's like old school. You don't even have to put I still that. can't hear that website. What the fuck is it again? <laughs> <laughs> jimmystarshow.com, baby. That's easy. There you go. There you go. In the 155 countries, they want to know a booyah to the jimmystarshow.com. There you yes. go. So actually, too, then, we, should, we could do some ads and we could talk about stuff. Let's talk a little bit about Thomas Churchill. What well, I woke up this morning, got myself a gun. <laughs> Let's talk about a little bit about Thomas Churchill and this new awesome movie that I keep seeing pictures being teased on Facebook. It's called The yeah. Lazarus Movie. Yeah, it's, it's actually just called Lazarus, uh, but the website's called The Lazarus Movie. The Facebook and the Twitter is The Lazarus Movie. But uh, it is, uh, it's a zombie epic like you never saw before. Like you never seen before. I'm sorry, my proper English. <laughs> okay. And and so, like, tell us a little. See, everything's a big secret on this movie, you guys. But it's it, 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 you know only the reason why it is a big secret is because it's a zombie movie. It's an original concept, and, and we don't want to get fucked before we even release it. <laughs> You're right. Good. I have a question. Like, do you have a wind machine in your studio, Churchill? Because it sounds very breezy. I was wondering over the same there. thing, Drew. I got my air conditioning on. You want me to kill my air conditioning? Well, just point I'll... it not towards your microphone, then it'd be helpful. Or maybe that? back away from his Point mic it a towards little? your ball sack or something, would you? Yeah, okay. Then it'll be so hot there, Chad. Thank you. There we go. Thank you for your support. All right, support. hang on. Hang on one second. I got to get up and shut my air conditioning off because it's annoying, everybody. Hang on. <laughs> Actually, it just sounds like you're stuck in a wind tunnel or something. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that was you doing that. I was like, oh my God, listen to it now. <laughs> Is it better? Is it better? Hold on, everyone be quiet. Yes. Yeah, it sounds a little better. better. You want to hear something else? Listen to this. He's going to fart. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to fart. I was just going to say, booyah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. 
I'm glad you didn't I fart. That would have been all that pleasant. That would have been that awesome. Way. 155 countries and you cut loose. <laughs> awesome. Okay, uh, moving right along. Moving right along. <laughs> Clear the air. Here we go. That wasn't a fart. So, Churchill, you got the Lazarus movie. It's in, like, development. I think the, the everything I've seen so far from it is awesome. Everybody can check it out. We want everybody to like the Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash the Lazarus movie. And follow us on Twitter. It's twitter.com slash – or it's at the Lazarus movie. Right? I can't I, – I have to interrupt you. It's not in development. It's in pre-production. It's in pre-production. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because you've already shot stuff because I've seen pictures. Yes. <laughs> We're in pre-production. Officially kicks off uh, shooting the end of next month. Um, we have a teaser trailer already shot, cut, ready to go. And we were only going to be unveiling the teaser trailer on the new version of Emerging Past. It would be a uh, trailer before the film. Awesome. Actually, we have Cameron McGrath in the um, chat room, and he or she says that they are in Lazarus 2. Okay, who's Cameron McGrath? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, good. It says which I'm acting in too, so I thought that meant the Lazarus movie. Maybe I like unless that up or something. Uh, Cameron McGrath is an alias and they're using another name. I don't know. All right, that's a, reveal yourself. That's a pretty it. like that's a pretty slick way though to get yourself involved in a movie. <laughs> I'm gonna have to try that. <laughs> it's a pretty slick way, but it's yeah, I'm in the Same. new Hitchcock movie. Yeah, I'm in the new Hitchcock movie too. <laughs> Steven Spielberg's calling me every damn day, but I just haven't been too busy. <laughs> yeah, I just had lunch with David Madison. I'm in the next David Madison movie. Oh no, Cameron is in A Mile in His Soul. Oh, okay. So okay. maybe Cameron has a little delay about that. Okay, we cool. We were talking about that a little so while ago. We just ago. plug Cameron's movie, and we don't know who Cameron is. Actually, we do because I'm in A Mile in His Soul. That's my new movie that we have a guest coming on. Our third guest is Morley Schulman, who's the writer of it. So, hey, Cameron, what's up? There you go. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Makes me clear Cameron. that up. <laughs> yeah, that one worked out pretty good. Awesome, Jimmy. That was a good plan there. <laughs> <laughs> All fun. You got to enjoy the whole thing. So, so then you got Emerging Past coming out, dude. So, like, Emerging Past, you're still working on the uh, – the recut, the new edition. Yes. It's gonna look awesome. It's gonna come out, and we're gonna get to see. The, we're not gonna get to see the Lazarus trailer until Emerging Past comes out. That's correct. Uh, Emerging Past is due uh, from what we were just discussing. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be coming out the fall, late fall, um, early winter. Okay. Uh, it's good. It's good stuff. Cool. And then uh, we got also Hollow Point and uh, um, Beautiful Nightmare as well behind it. So uh, we should say hi to Kathy cooking. Garcia. What's Kathy up, Kathy? Garcia I don't know if she's best. listening, but Kathy rules. Which she I, does. I always say this, but I love the night the uh, artwork for A Beautiful Nightmare. Yeah, that which, was uh, which you can see it on uh, Facebook. drawn and created by my friend Thomas Churchwell. There you go, Churchwell and Churchill. Together BFFs. again for the first time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's freaking funny. Okay, cool. So then yeah. uh, also, like, even though I know we're going to be talking about it later, but you guys, uh, this new film, A Mile in His Soul, it's got some really cool people in it. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about it soon. But it's also got an Indiegogo campaign uh, to raise some funds to uh, complete the film. And you can go to Indiegogo. 
dot com slash a mile or you can go to a mile in his soul dot com and click on the link uh, you can find out all about the movie the soundtrack the stars the writer the director it's going to be an awesome awesome movie very much looking forward to it and we're filming in scotland that i remember let me just tell you <laughs> and part of the proceeds of the indiegogo goes to united way canada that's right 25 percent of all the proceeds raised in the indiegogo campaign will go to the united way canada uh for homelessness yeah, the, the movie's movie. about homelessness, and it's an awesome movie. It's an awesome script. I have an awesome role. It's kind of being created for you. Yeah, like it's just going to be so incredibly awesome. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. So we'll give a shout out to them, and then we'll be talking about it shortly after our after That's our awesome. first guest, who was normally supposed to be our second guest, right, com- comes on. And so, That's cool. are you going to update everybody too? Because you told them you were going to see Corey Feldman because he's shooting that movie that we shot. In the studio down Absolutely, here. everybody. Exposure. It's, uh, the actual website is ExposureMovie.net. Yes. And uh, it's a film starring Corey Feldman shooting down here in South Florida. The Jimmy Starr Show is actually featured uh, in the movie. We and, got a uh, cameo. We got a cameo, and it was awesome. And Churchill got to listen to it, but he's not in it, which is unfortunate. And, yeah, that's uh, well, he was in L.A. Pills. and we're in Florida. But since you're in L.A. and uh, yeah, I actually went and watched Corey Feldman shooting on Wednesday night after the show last week. It was a lot of fun. He was a nice guy and uh, he looks really good in the film and um, he's a really tiny guy. Yeah, he is. He made me look like I'm six foot. Yeah, and you're a pretty tiny guy, too. Hey, hey, watch those tiny <laughs> Tiny guy with big hands. How's that? And big balls, <laughs> may I say. Oh. Hey. And so, yeah, I had a really good time, uh, and he was really cool, and I hung out with his bodyguard, which I didn't really get. Like yeah. why he has to have a bodyguard? Why he has to have a bodyguard, travels they with him Maybe because he's so tiny. hanging off his forehead. <laughs> I love that string hanging off his forehead. It's kind of Michael Jackson, me? his new haircut. I fucking love it. You know, the, I, I noticed that there's... Like, so 1987. I'm, I'm all about the freaking 80s, and I think it rocks. Nah, Corey's cool. I like Corey. Okay. He, he was really cool, and like I think people either love that new thing he's got hanging down, or they hate it because like when you go online and see pictures of him, like people are just like, cut that shit off, or people are like, oh my god, I love it. So, you I'd know, love to hang... I'd love to hang out with him during Christmas time. Hang some balls and dollar on that bitch. <laughs> he was a very he was a really nice guy though, so I thought it was cool. I had met him one time before, but this time, you know, I actually got to watch him in action and uh it was a lot of fun. And he's in the scene with the same guy who's in the scene uh in our scene. Does like, that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, we can't really say who that yeah, guy is. Then we, yeah, we will wreck the story, but yeah. anyway. Um, he's a main character. He's though. one of the main characters in it, and it's really cool. And actually, they told me that the movie will be finished and edited and ready to go by the end of October. So hopefully, we'll have a copy of it for ourselves by the end of October. Oh, yeah, that's cool. wow, that's fast. That's awesome. Make, sh- make sure you get three copies. Damn it! I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for my close-up. Actually, we got to get four copies because uh, because um, oh, five copies because Dean K. Piper. The head of W4CY sat in the Churchill seat. The station owner. And he's the station owner, so we got to get him a a copy of it, too, so he can, He's allowed to sit in my seat, that dean. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of fun. And And my my famous line was, what's up with that? (laughs) Hey, hey, man, what's up with that? There you go. 
which I that think I'm going to get an Oscar for. <laughs> I think so. Drew, I'm voting for you. <laughs> good. Actually, I'm going to get a Best Supporting Actor Oscar nomination for my role in A Mile in His Soul because although it's not like a huge role, it's a pivotal, cool role. I'm playing the father of the lead character and I'm awesome. <laughs> Jimmy, are you, are you wearing a kilt? Uh, no, I don't think. No, I'm not wearing a kilt. But guess then what? There's no fucking. If you go to Scotland, though, you have to bring back some kilts. That's going to be my yeah. request. <laughs> I want an, an authentic Scottish kilt. Bring back jo- uh, and hopefully Sean like Connery a hunky man hunk- in it. One thing about the movie, though, that's going to be really cool. I would love to bring back Sean Connery, or I don't know. I just actually want to just watch his kilt. Like he could do yeah, the Marilyn Monroe thing. Your problem is you'll bring Sean Connery's underwear back with him in it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be cool, though, like if Sean Connery wore a kilt and did the Marilyn Monroe thing with the fan blowing up the skirt. Yeah. <laughs> that would work for me pretty pretty fantastic. I'm sure you'd love that, too, wouldn't you, Church? <laughs> Dude, I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> we have two people who would like that and two yeah. people who want to throw up. Actually, Ken Pettigrew tweeted right now that he loved it. No, he didn't. He just said, check out our show. We have great guests. <laughs> That's funny. I like to like to screw with people like that. That's just fun. No, Ken Greta cool. was I, awesome. I like I'd rather hear that than fucking rooftops again. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. So, okay. So, like, <laughs> I have this. You're never going to believe this, but, like, I actually have a – because I only have rooftops on VHS. And so I moved a VHS TV, like, closer to the computer so I could watch some movies. And the first movie that when I opened up the case with all the VHS tapes sitting there was rooftops. And I Get didn't, the fuck I didn't pull it out on purpose because I have hundreds of them. And I didn't pull it out on purpose because of you, Church. Because you're always hundreds ragging on me. Hundreds of copies of rooftops. No, I have hundreds of copies of, copies of VHS tapes, <laughs> and uh, rooftops. Though, since it's one of my more favorite ones, it's like right at the front. <laughs> I, I actually watched the. Burn me a copy of it. I, I I'll sit there and laugh at it. I yet. watched. Um, I watched. Uh, what's that? Toy Soldiers. Which, yeah. which we've had a bunch of different guests, uh, people from that movie on the show. And then I watched Warriors because pretty soon we're going to have one of the Warriors dudes coming on the show. Which I have to watch that. I haven't watched that yet. And uh, Like I've never seen it. Oh, uh, true. Where have where you been? Warriors <laughs> I don't know. so awesome. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it. I freaking love Warriors. Warriors come, come out, out to play. <laughs> That's the same yeah. guy who was Luther in 48 Hours. Which was directed by the same director that did Warriors and Forty Eight Hours. I just saw that guy in something else too recently. Yeah, he was also in Commando, and no. he was in Dreamscape. But he was in he something was in really recent, like really recent, like he's in something. the Adam Sandler movie, uh, The Longest Yard. He was the snitch. Oh, okay. His name is David Patrick Kelly, case you're wondering. We should actually get him on the show because, like, I think that Warriors where he's, like, clanging the bottles together and he does that little Warriors come out to play thing, that is, like, the most awesome thing ever. Did but. you know that was ablibbed? No, I didn't. He was supposed to, when they pulled up, he was supposed to just torment them and it happened to be he grabbed some beer bottles that was on the floor and he started doing that and, uh, um... What's his name? Uh, Walter Hill loved it, and just they started sh- shooting stuff. Most most movies out there with great memorable scenes w- are never scripted. Cool. So like, I'm gonna ad lib something in a mile in his soul, so I can win my Academy Award nomination. <laughs> no, because you're gonna, you're gonna win your Academy Award nomination for Lazarus and uh, and Hollow Point. I know, but I, how cool it would be though, like if when the Academy Awards come around, every film I'm in is nominated, and I got a nomination for each one. And everybody sitting in that fucking theater is wearing a Jimmy Star shirt. How there we cool go. would that be, Jimmy? Yeah, I'm digging on that. Which actually, when I'm in a mile in a soul, I get to wear my own wardrobe because I'm a, I, I'm, I'm actually making some stuff specifically to wear in, in the film. 
You and Leonard DiCaprio would have that problem. Yes. Being nominated for different roles. Yeah. I'm like, I can fucking crush that dude. So (laughs) Ken Pettigrew wants to know if we're listening, if we watch 8-Tracks also. I don't have an 8-Track tape player anymore, but my very first 8-Track was Billy Joel Glass Houses. I'm pretty sure. Hey, Ken, I still got an 8-Track player in my car. I drive a Dodge Dot. (laughs) (laughs) I drive a Pacer. I watch Aaron Brockovich on VHS in uh, in our shipping room all the time because there's a VHS player in there. Yeah, there's not anymore. I took it out today. Oh. <laughs> and I started watching Aaron Brockovich because it was in there. <laughs> oh, man, you messed my spot. Uh, dude, I've seen I it like... start with Aaron Brockovich. That's a good film. It's you know? a good film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what else is a good film? Okay. Go ahead. Fuck. Break into Electric Boogaloo. I like that. <laughs> I like Beat Street better. Beat Street, Beat break Street. down, rough. <laughs> Come on, is it time for our rap yet? <laughs> so I think we should do, because we have we have like uh, 14 minutes until we're going to call our guest. Okay. We need to do some promo stuff, though. Let's do a few promo things real quick. Okay. 14 minutes. We can watch uh, a whole movie of rooftops fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> You'll miss the dancing on the roof, son. You can watch Mr. Hush twice. Fast forward. That wasn't nice. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that because it's the recent movie that's out there at Redbox. That's Mr. right, Hush. Mr. Hush. Everybody oh, check it out. Which I did an Instagram pic because I was walking by my local Redbox and there it was like front and center next to the machinist and shit. Which actually, it's mentioning Instagram, everybody should follow me on Instagram because I only have like 50 followers. I just joined it. I need How many more followers. Are you at Dr. Jimmy Star? Yeah, I'm Dr. It Jimmy Star. It goes by your Twitter, right? Or I forget how I it goes. I signed it up as the same as my Twitter because I'm trying to keep everything uniform. Okay. Well, how much do you Twitter followers you got now, Jimmy? I don't have that many. Oh, okay. Wah, wah. I lost 1,000 in like the last week. I don't know why. I must have posted something they didn't like. Yeah, you talked about so how fucking many? rooftops. How many is none? Uh, 219,200. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, See that he's not loyal that. to you, Twitter followers. <laughs> he doesn't appreciate you. I love all of my Twitter <laughs> followers. I actually have a new picture that post that I'm going to post on on Tumblr. Who's going to no Instagram? That's going to post to Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook that says I heart my followers. Good. So people there. Should, I'm not following chat. you yet, but I will. I'm on Instagram. I think I have one picture posted, but I've been on yeah. there for forever. Okay, so I also just got a tweet from a mile in his soul. And it says, yeah, yeah. Dr. Jimmy Starr, your role in a mile is going to be awesome with the edits that have been made to the script. They're like tailoring it because I'm a superstar, baby. Yeah! <laughs> this is just, I'm so excited about this movie. You guys are going to really like when we have Marley Shulman on. And eventually we'll have a cast show once we get the film uh, rolling and everything. But I'm super excited. Some of the people in it. Um, I'm actually really excited, too, because Nathaniel Francis is in it. And for those of yeah. you guys who don't know who he is, you're not going to know who he is yet because he hasn't really like made his impact yet. But his impact, besides being in a mile in his soul, is the fact that he plays the Tony Todd role of Ben in the remake of Night of the Living Dead 3D. That's awesome. That's going to be coming out in theaters soon. And like, not, For me, Night of the Living Dead, that's like my favorite of all the zombie films because Tony Todd and Tom Tolz are in it. Uh-huh. What about Lazarus? That's well, I haven't seen that one yet, but that's going to be like the favorite of all time because there that's going to be so awesome. Jimmy Flattery will get you everywhere. Remember that. <laughs> and, so, and you're not a superstar. You are the fucking shit. That's remember? right. Absolutely. So then also then what I think we should do is 
tell people, see, what are all the different things? Because we have some things to promote for a few minutes real quick. So everybody, if you're uh, listening to the Jimmy Star Show and your computer sounds like crap, we think you should try Bon Jovi DPS plug-in, and Drew's going to tell you a little bit about it. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jimmy. I felt like I was on The Price is Right or something just then. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down, Drew. (laughs) Exactly. I am happy to. Um, Bon Jovi DPS is a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. It comes from Bon Jovi Acoustic, and uh, DPS stands for Digital Power Station. And basically what it is is it's a plug-in for your computer to make your computer sound amazing. And so whatever speaker setup you have, if you have external speakers or internal speakers, if you download this software plug-in, um, it dramatically, like it makes the sound come alive, basically. And we use it on all of our computers, and uh, we love them as a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show because they're doing great things with this technology. And basically what it is is um, Power Station Studios are their studios that they have built and um, they recorded artists like Madonna and Aerosmith and, and everybody huge. And what they found is they would put all this emphasis into building studios from scratch to have the absolute best sound. All the superstars would want to record there. But then nowadays, all of us use MP3s and MP3 players and listen to compressed files on our computers. And so what they've done is they want to bring back the the true sound that you get in a recording studio and so that you can experience a song as it was meant to be. And uh, they've created a like groundbreaking technological software to live remaster sound. And so that's what this does. And you can learn all about it. You go to dpsplugin.com. And uh, they have a demo on the site, too, where you can see what does it sound like. And uh, basically, you'll notice like the sound is richer, the highs are brighter, everything is clearer. Um, it's not just making sound louder. It's, it's making it more rich and more intelligible, too. And um, it's a $20 for a one-time download. And because they're a sponsor of our show, we have a special code you can use. It's Jimmy Star, all one word, and that saves you 15% off. It's awesome. It is awesome. I love it. I use it on all my computers. And now they have an app for your iPhone, which, um, like, I actually think iPhone sounds really good, even with the standard, like, iPhone uh, headphones. But with this app, it's like it blows your mind how much better it is. And it gets to the point where you don't want to listen to anything without Bon Jovi DPS. And now they have iHome devices that you can have Bon Jovi DPS in, and it's been featured on, like, Ellen DeGeneres, and they're going to have cars coming out with it, too. It's super cool. Toyotas, yeah. So it's dpsplugin.com. Yes. That's awesome. So everybody, like, check it out. And and as you're watching your movies, if you start to get a little bit of sleepy and you need a little pick-me-up... You're definitely not listening to the Jimmy Star Show. <laughs> That's just if you're watching Rooftops or something. That's you right. There you go. If you're watching Rooftops, and I, I stay awake during Rooftops, but if you need help staying awake during Rooftops, you might want to try some Dynapep because Dynapep is also a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. It's the world's first energy micro shot. It's very tiny. It fits in your pocket. It's smaller than a lipstick. Um, it uh, gives you 10 hours of energy, mm-hmm. and uh, it's awesome, and it's got no sugar. No carbs. No crash. There you go. There you go. And uh, the website is dynapep.com. Um, you can also follow them on Twitter. It's at Dynapep Shots. Like them on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Dynapep Energy. And uh, if you have any questions, you can dial one eight 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 do dynapep Yeah. 
And go to the YouTube, too, and see all the fun videos. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of cool videos, especially if you like horror movies. There's all kinds of horror icons in, in Dynapep uh, commercials. We've got, like, Tom Tolles and Tom Savini and Jill Kane Whitlow. Hunter, and, right? Uh, no, Kane Hunter's not in one, but with Jill Whitlow from okay. Night of the Living Dead. And, Tom Churchill. And uh, oh, there's just a lot of cool people, you guys. And Dynapep's awesome because it actually works. It does. It's actually a product I, that actually works. And for can, all those can, body conscious, it doesn't have any can, calories. I can tell you. With editing, that's all I drink. There you go. Yeah, because, uh, too, like, Hollywood knows it. And you can take it on a plane. And so Hollywood really likes it. Is Sherry Emily in the chat room? Yes, she is. Sherry Emily, what's up, baby? We missed you. I don't know that. I don't know if you were in there last week or not. But, like, I haven't been tweeting as much this last week. And so I missed hearing from you. She sent me a, tweet, a really nice tweet yesterday. I just want to give her a shout-out because Sherry Emily's awesome. And she's a MILF. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sherry, you are a MILF. Oh. <laughs> she's probably not going to like that, actually, but oh well. We have Audrey in the <laughs> chat room. Audrey very, came very back cool. even after we embarrassed her so much last time. <laughs> she's back in the chat room. Audrey, everybody follow at DeanWGirl on Twitter. She's awesome. She's Audrey awesome. Audrey is the shit. She's totally awesome. I'm glad she had a good day. She like tweeted that she was going to work. Audrey's awesome. And you guys, Audrey's in France. She's awesome. She's cool, and we always have to mention, just to, to help her out, is that she is the biggest Chad Lindbergh fan in the world, and we are big fans of Chad Lindbergh at the Jimmy Star Show. He's even following me on Instagram. He started following me yesterday on Instagram. Oh, good. Wee oui, wee oui, bonjour, French fries a la Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaking funny. And also, then, everybody, my uh, new film that I produced, Brutal. We got an ad coming out in Horror Hound. We're looking uh, for distribution, which I think is possibly going to be coming very shortly. But uh, the website is up, and you can buy Brutal tat hats and T-shirts and potato peelers. <laughs> and uh, you can watch the trailer, and you can go to MyNameIsBrutal.com. You can also like us on Facebook. It's Facebook.com. My name is Brutal. And follow us on Twitter, which we're up to about 10,000 Twitter followers, and it's Twitter.com slash at MyNameIsBrutal. This I'm going to put my uh, potato peeler that I bought alongside my Mr. Hush skateboard that I bought. <laughs> I freaking love the potato peeler. Actually, like, because I got the hat, I got the T-shirt, <laughs> but I think Nobody above the all, the potato peeler is my favorite thing. And if you, when you see the movie, you will know what a key role that potato peeler has. And everybody, it's not paint. It's not peeling potatoes, I'll tell you that much. Everybody needs to check it out. The trailer's really awesome. Again, the film stars A. Michael Baldwin from the Phantasm series, and the music is composed by Alan Howarth, who did, uh, is John Carpenter's partner and does all the John Carpenter movies. And it's a really cool movie. It won Best Picture at Crypticon. Uh, it, it got great reviews at uh, Room Morgue. Um, which was two weeks ago, the Rumorg Festival of Fear. Um, it's got all kinds of great buzz, like all the different horror websites and everything are all giving it like top stars, so we want everybody to support it. And uh, I appreciate it. It's awesome. It's just cool as can be. I really it's like the movie. It's like a real raw kind of base horror film, which, which I really liked. I thought it was awesome, even though I didn't get a copy yet. Oh yeah, I should. Oh, I should. and I, I got a copy now. I have copies now. I can send you one. But Jimmy <laughs> Star didn't get my copy signed. I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't even think yeah. about it. I didn't yeah. get Churchill signed either, but I got him one. <laughs> oh, did you? Uh, yeah, that's really sweet, Jimmy. Watch it. I'm always the last one. I was the last with my cat and nine tails shirt. That's just because you last. live the farthest away. Which let's give a shout out to cat and nine tails. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Hey, guys. Actually, Berkeley and Priest. 
No, not Berkeley and Priest. I mean, Berkeley Priest and Creator. <laughs> <laughs> Berkeley and Priest. <laughs> Cat and I, Tails, Ruse, everybody. Let's give a shout-out to Monarchy Records, another sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show, and they're awesome artists. We'll give a shout-out to Jay Hen. What's up, boys? Then we've got uh, International Nova. Then we've got Cat and Nine Tales, and in a couple of days, I think we're going to have a couple big announcements going with that one too. But everybody, check out all those 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 awesome, incredible artists. We've had them all on the show recently. They're really, really cool. And uh, shout out to Bobby Collins from Monarchy Inspector Records, and yep. uh, just freaking dope. Yeah. So, like, um, do we have time? Should we play? Because we have a new. Now we vi- only have like four minutes. Four Wait a minute. Minutes. Before we play anything, Jimmy, uh-huh. I need to ask you something. Okay. I'm looking to cast a movie. I'm looking to grab some people. Uh, do you know any good social networks out there that I can kind of meet people and kind of connect with? Absolutely. If you really want to connect with people, you should be on ConnectShot, which is oh. also a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. Tell them a little bit about it, Church. Well, ConnectShot puts you directly in the middle of everybody I just named, uh, writers, directors, producers, actors, actresses, and it's a social network that's uh, devoted strictly for the entertainment. Musicians, authors, filmmakers, they all come together on ConnectShot.com. There you go. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. It's a social network, and there's also a lot of opportunities for people to um, go, and like if you're trying to get a record deal or songs on a soundtrack or things of that nature, uh, you can go and like they have all different kinds of opportunities to do that, especially if you're looking for a record deal with a physical distribution because all other social networks blow fucking sheep. There you go. All about it. Blow sheep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's hilarious. And also, if you've got a convention coming up and you're looking for some celebrity guests, you can check out Arcadium Entertainment. Church, what's up with that? I love Arcadium Entertainment. They are the best. If you need that great actor, that great actress, that author, go to ArcadiumEntertainment.com for your your choice of celebrities or if you want that great musician that it's off spectra records and you want to know how to get them they're also on arcadiumentertainment.com Arcadium absolutely check it out we got an awesome roster it's just incredibly cool and they're also a sponsor of the jimmy star show they really are yep all about it yeah 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 okay so then Ooh, yeah. we'll probably we'll see if we can play a song like later on in between people if we have chance we'll see how it all goes I well i just want to tell everybody to like they should go to jimmystarshow.com because we've got music from people that have been on the jimmy star show and you want to check out cat of nine tails latest video it's called ghettotron and it is awesome and where <laughs> where might they check that out jimmystarshow.com there baby. you go it's awesome. Yeah. I didn't hear that through, uh, because I don't have the Bon Jovi DPS. <laughs> yeah, so what was that again? JimmyStarshow.com. Cat and Nine Tails rules. And if you want, like, cool T-shirts, I would say for a band who really has their shit together, Cat and Nine Tails, like, rocks. And, like, if you go to CatandNineTails.com and check out, they got, like, this awesome zombie T-shirt. That's my favorite one. Yeah. I got I'm going to wear that when I shoot Lazarus. There you go. Which is awesome. I can't wait. Lazarus rocks too, so we get it all going. We already told people to go to EmergingPast.com and see the trailer for the new Emerging Past too, right? They can go to EmergingPast.com, check out the trailer. They can go to the Lazarus movie for information uh, on it, and they can go to Hollow Point movie for the upcoming events. There you go. We have questions in the chat room. Can you buy the potato peeler on the MyNameIsBrutal.com website? Yep. Okay. 
So I just put the MyNameIsBrutal.com website in the chat room and then find the link to buy the potato peeler right. from there. There you go. It's there. Yeah. It's awesome. It is awesome. They're making fun of me because I like it so much, but That's it's so not gruesome. It's used as for Mr. Potato Head. Right. Not for Mr. Potato Head. Okay. Also, C.K. Gray, if you guys remember, she's the author of Eye of the Storm and After the Storm, mm-hmm. uh, who's also going to be in the movie A Mile in His Soul. You can see her on the cast page at www.amileinhissoul.com. And uh, she's listening to us now, so she said to say hello to everyone. So I'm just saying hello. Who, who barked? Look at Church, you got the bark down good. <laughs> yeah, who let the dogs out? Sin. That's I funny. I took my dogs to the studios today. Church I got is... fuckface and little fucker in the studio today. There you go. That's freaking awesome. We take our dogs everywhere, too. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. So, so lay down. So what we're going to do, you guys, is we're going to try and call Jim O'Rear. Uh, Jim O'Rear is a actor, stuntman, special effects guy, writer, singer, and musician, which maybe we're going to ask him about that singer thing because I was afraid to listen. <laughs> he's well, country he's i could see that i know him personally he's funny good we'll see how it goes everybody can hear us dialing we'll see i told him he was going to be live right off the bat so we'll see hello hello welcome to the jimmy star show hi thank you how are you good so i guess we got the right person i'm just making sure <laughs> <laughs> how you doing jim o'rear I uh, I am trying to uh, to wake up and recover from all this shooting and traveling. There you go. That's that's what happens when you're like successful and popular. And and before we even go into that, I want to like a sexy son of a bitch. There you go. I want to do an actual formal introduction. So before we get started, everybody in the Jimmy Star Show, this is Jim O'Rear, and I want to introduce you to my cool co-host, starting off with the diva of cool, Drew Albright. Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Then we got our cool cat of film who Skypes in from Los Angeles, Mr. Thomas Churchill. What's up, you sexy fucker, you? <laughs> What's up with you, you bald beast? <laughs> wow, paybacks are bitch. You <laughs> <laughs> good. Good to hear you. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you. And I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the Jimmy Starr Show. And before you get started, we want you to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everyone in the chat room. That was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good for you, so. So you're actually just come. You just came back, too, from some big convention because I saw all the different pictures. You were at, like, uh, where were you? Yeah, I was, uh, I was Dragon at Con. Dragon Con in Atlanta, and it was just crazy. Cool. Did you have a good time? I did. I, I'm exhausted from it, but it was uh, it was lots of wildness, uh, 24 hours a day. There you go. That's fun. I have to give you props because I would have to say, like, I'm a pretty much like a like a shameless self promoter, <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, like, you are an incredibly great great promoter. Like uh, every time you post things. Uh, on Facebook, and now I'm following you on Twitter, which you need to follow me back or I'll unfollow you. <laughs> but uh, everything that you do on on Facebook, it's always super professional looking and very well put together and very well written, and you're like all over the horror boards everywhere. And, and I think the way that you uh, promote yourself and get yourself out there, there's no, re- you know, there's no wonder why you're always busy and you've always got so many things going on because like, I think you're talented and you've got to, you, know, you, you really put yourself out there for people to – to hire you to do stuff. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I try. I'm a, I'm a promotional whore. So. 
Yeah, which is yeah. that's the way to be. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I think it's fun. They're both promotional whores. Yeah, we actually are. Well, you know, you have a lot of different things under your under your resume and bio that you do. And uh, first of all, we should tell everybody if they want to find out more about you, they can go to jimorear.com because I was all over your website looking at all the different stuff you do. And uh, and basically, like you have all these categories: actor, stuntman, special effects, writer, magician, and then singer. Which I didn't go to that page because I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's, uh, it's country music, so you should be nervous. Okay, okay, that's okay. Actually, where do you where are you calling us from? Oh, actually, we called uh, you. Where are we calling you to? Okay. Because you're not you're you're a working actor. Uh, it's another good thing for people to see that you're a working, busy actor who doesn't actually have to live in Los Angeles. You can live in Nashville. Right. Yeah. I did. Uh, you know, I I did the New York thing and all that stuff for a while, and uh, it was just a little a little nuts. And I prefer to uh, live in the woods and found that I can act anywhere. That's what planes are for. That's right. Which is awesome. So we want to congratulate you on the career a little bit. One thing I think is cool is that you're actually an actor who actually studied acting. You know, because we're a show for people who are in the industry, who want to be in the industry. And, uh, like, I think it's always cool to to talk a little bit about history and how you got where you actually are. And I read on your bio that you were trained at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. And uh, I just think that's, like, a cool thing because we always have all these great actors on and most of them have all studied someplace. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good experience. I um, you know I, I guess it's probably not for everybody, but um, I was acting before I went to school, and then I decided to go to school and figure out exactly what I was doing. And it was neat to have that technical uh, knowledge behind it. Then, cool. Also, we should mention everybody that you um, you like a lot of the because you go to a lot of the horror conventions, and now you do tons of horror films. But you're actually really known as being uh, like one of the zombies in Day of the Dead. Yeah, it was well. That was what kind of got me into horror. I, uh, you know, I was a zombie in in Day of the Dead, along with however many hundreds of thousands of others. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's uh, yeah, it was like my first horror film, and. Um, just kind of went on from there for some reason. And it's fun because you do a lot of horror. I noticed you do a lot of horror. I even noticed that you were in an episode of Teen Wolf. Yeah, I was. I did a little scene in Teen Wolf. You know, I don't watch the show, so I have no clue if the scene even aired or not, but it was one quick little scene. <laughs> I don't know if it aired either, and I need to check because I'm a Teen Wolf junkie, and they all make fun of me because they're like, Teen Wolf is gay, but I like Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody takes their shirt off. I can't complain. I like it. I think everybody's good looking in Teen Wolf. The acting is good. It's fun. It's like a modern uptake, you know, update of, of Teen Wolf. Like they It's make... totally different than actual Teen Wolf. It's yeah, totally it's totally gay. different. I mean, it's, you know, could be under another name. That's true. Yeah. Yes, I like I it, though. <laughs> Jim, they make fun of me all the time because I like a lot of dumb movies. And uh, to me, Teen Wolf, like, actually, the original movie was awesome. I like the TV series a lot. I'm following all the people on Twitter from yeah. Teen Wolf. Ask, ask Jim if he saw that fucking horrible other movie. What's that? What, other, what, what horror other movie? Come on, the horrible one. Oh, have you, ever, have you ever seen the movie Rooftops with uh, Jason Gedrick? No, I have not. Okay, well, Good. fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> they always make yeah. fun of me because I like Jason Gedrick. Do you know who Jason Gedrick is? He's that guy from Iron Eagle. And uh, I, I guess I don't know who that is. I, I'm not. Uh, I Jason's, guess 
He's like a. I'm not a a, a name guy though. I'm a more of a face guy. Okay, well he's like a cute yes, guy. Yes, you are, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Stop hitting on our guests, Churchill. Yeah, Churchill. Usually I'm the one hitting on all the guests, Churchill, not you. Uh, Jim. Jim knows what we're doing. <laughs> Actually, I have to say started, too. Me and Jim started playing. Uh, uh, what was it? A couple of conventions ago, right, Jim? Yeah, yeah, it was a while back. Yeah, and uh, I, you know, I met him a long time ago, and uh, when when he was with his other uh, business partner, and uh, you know, and and we always had our tables were either back to back or next to each other. So we 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 got to learn, um, got together and knew each other, and just had some fun at these conventions. So that's yeah, and I learned that, uh, and I learned that Thomas likes it uh, from the back. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, only like 155 uh, countries heard that. Jim, you animal. So, so let's talk a little bit about all the things you do. First of all, I want to say because like I've I've seen several of your movies actually that you've been in, and one of them we actually had um, we had the. I, I don't know if it was the writers, but like the the movie that was done by Midnight Syndicate called The Dead Matter. We had Midnight Syndicate yeah. on the radio show before Halloween, uh, like I think two years ago, and they sent they actually sent me a copy of the film, and you're in it, and Tom Savini's in it. I liked it. Andrew Deep? No, is it Andrew Devoff? No, it's uh, who's that guy? Yeah, with the yeah, Andrew, Andrew Devoff was in mm-hmm. it, and uh, and I didn't know who you were because that was like two years ago, and I didn't, I wasn't all that well versed in the horror genre, as well versed at least, and so like I didn't know it was you until I read it on the bio, so I pulled it out and watched it again, which it's a very fun movie. It's kind of campy, but it's very fun, and uh, and I was like, oh my gosh, so like there you are, so I really dug it. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun film. I, I liked Dixon's it. It was very different. What was that? I don't know what that was. Is that Dixon's? Oh, Dixon's have anything to do with that movie? Oh, I don't think so. I don't know. Ben, ben and Stacy. I don't think so. He's asking Jim. Do you know? Did Ben and Stacy Dixon have anything to do with that movie? I don't think so. Oh no, Ben and Stacy didn't. That was all Ed Douglas at uh, Midnight. Yeah, Day Ed Day. Douglas. That's yeah. his name. I couldn't remember his name. Okay. Which I actually met him at a at a at a horror convention, like where they had a booth there, and I actually got to meet him. And uh, which they're awesome, you guys. Midnight Syndicate, they do a lot of the music for all the haunted houses around the world. And, and this was their first feature film, and it was a fun, campy film. Like, did you enjoy it? I did. It was a lot of fun. It was run very professionally. Um, Bob Kurtzman, who, you know, is part of the K&B group and did From Dust to Dawn and tons of those films, he was a producer on it. And uh, it was just a really professionally run indie film with a, a cast and crew that were just like a big family. So do you like like you you make all kinds of movies and you're working all the time and you also do like paranormal stuff? Is that what it's called? Paranormal stuff? Yeah. That's the, you know what's so funny? I'm a horror movie fanatic and I love horror movies, but I don't follow any of the ghost track paranormal shows. And we always have guests on who are like involved in it, so I don't know a whole lot about it. But you do you do everything? A, a little bit. You know, I've always wanted to uh, to work. I just wanted to work. I I, I said that I, I didn't want to be famous or a superstar or anything like that. I just wanted to work and enjoy the work, and that's what I do. That's cool. And you started out as a magician. Magician. I did. I was the youngest professional magician. I got to uh, work with Harry Blackstone Jr. and the great Tom Sony and David Copperfield and toured the country with that, and that's what actually got me into acting. So, like, do you know David Copperfield's secrets? I do know a lot of David Copperfield's secrets. 
Yeah, that's cool. You can tell us after the show. <laughs> yeah, but wasn't wasn't one of David Copperfield's secrets with you in a hotel room? Oh, <laughs> it, well, it, it was, and that will be in an upcoming book. There you go. <laughs> Actually, and you're joking about it, but I bet you are writing a book because you're a screenwriter. You've written a whole bunch of screenplays and stuff, and you're a writer. So, like, are you actually writing a book that's going to tell stuff like that, or are you just teasing us? <laughs> well, I've, I've considered it. I have um, my fourth book is actually coming out in stores in November, um, but most of my books are, you know, paranormal or monsters or something like that. But I had considered writing a book about the craziness that goes on behind the scenes in the independent movie industry and, you know, crazy crap like that. And the more I consider it, the more I, I wonder, would anybody really read it? Because it's a lot of these stories that people would read and go, no, that would never happen. Oh, yeah, it would be fun, but you'd probably piss a lot of people off. I probably would. I, I think people in the industry would, like, totally believe it because, like, everybody knows all the weird stuff that goes on. Well, people. mainstream industry wouldn't understand because they don't. They're so removed from the way indies do it. Work. Yeah. Also, right. though, like when you start, it. when you start writing stuff about all the different like scream queens that you work with and stuff, and they see it, they're gonna get all pissed and they'll be like, "No more for you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of those books I'll release. Uh, I'll write and and wait to release it until like just before I'm dead, or just write when you're ready to retire, so like there won't be too much backlash. But that's the yes. kind of stuff, though. I like to read the really juicy gossip. Like I want to know who really takes it from behind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna write a book about the making of Mr. Hush. There Are you, you go. really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I like spent I spent several hours with Clive Barker one time. I was going to uh, bring that up. And like, if you if I wrote a book on the stories that he told me of the different people who do different things that they do, like it would blow people's minds. And I was felt so privileged just to like get all that information. Like, like, and I I drew vivid pictures in my mind, <laughs> and it was awesome because Clive Barker is like one of my like idols, and he was so awesome. So like, it would be super cool. Um, so tell us, what's your favorite horror movie? Do you have a favorite? I um, I, I really have three that influenced me the most. Okay. Um, the original 1967, um, or 68, Night of, Night of the Living Dead. Okay. Um, the original Halloween and the original Phantasm. Oh, cool. Oh, well, I so said those, you... those three are probably what influenced me most uh, in the horror genre, um, and, uh, and as a filmmaker myself, too. So I'm going to give a little plug. Since you mentioned Phantasm and since I, I produced a movie called Brutal, and it stars Michael Baldwin. It's his first movie role in 12 years. He's winning like all kinds of like awards in the film festival circuit for the film. You can go to MyNameIsBrutal.com to check it out. It's an awesome, awesome film. And, uh, and since you like... Uh, Phantasm, like you'll probably like the actual movie itself, and that way I'm just giving another plug for my movie. <laughs> <laughs> Any chance for a shameless plug? That's right. Which I know we're going to do several shameless plugs for you as we're going along here, because you have a bunch of different <laughs> new movies. And actually, you should tell us about the book that's coming out in November, so people can kind of because that's not far off. Tell us a little bit about it. It is unlike any other book I've done. It's the first book I've done that's not paranormal, not monsters, or anything like that. It's actually just a serious travel book. Oh, wow. And it's, uh, it's called uh, Traveling in Tennessee, and it's about uh, you know, my travels throughout the state of Tennessee and kind of the lifestyle here 
and it's more of a uh, more of a coffee table book with lots and lots of pictures um, that just sort of is there to give you the um, the feeling and atmosphere and vibe of what it's like to be in Tennessee around the Civil War history and and the the farm country and all of that. Okay. And how will when it comes out? How will people actually get it? Uh, it'll be in uh, all major booksellers, so Barnes okay. and Noble, uh, Books a Million, all that kind of stuff. Uh, any any place that sells books uh, will carry it or will be able to get it. That's awesome! Congratulations! That's cool. Thank you, thank you. It's uh, it's something I, I debated on doing uh, because I had uh, you know I, I take a lot of pictures and, and do a lot of photography just as kind of a hobby and have been lucky enough to have several of them published and used in calendars and trading cards and things like that. And I thought, why don't I just put a bunch of these into a book and sort of capture the vibe of a particular location and a little bit of the history of the, the music industry in the state and the religion and what people believe and, and all that and just sort of tell it uh, mainly in pictures, which is uh, kind of what I pitched to the publisher and, uh, and they bought the idea and wanted to run with it. So there you go. It'll be out soon. That's cool. Do you, doubt just do, you do, any, uh, do you do any Civil War reenactment down there? Uh, I don't. There are a lot of people that do, um, but uh, I, I don't do it myself. But I, I like to watch it um, just because okay. I'm, I'm fascinated with that time period. I, I have to say, okay, why, why do they put themselves through that? They lost the war. Why do they continue to reenact <laughs> the same thing over and over? There's not a new oh outcome. God, I mean, that's a they good say, fucking... like, this week, hey, this week we're going to win. You know, I mean, how do they do that? How do they put themselves through that? You know, that? that's a, I never even thought about that. That's a good question. Well, how do they put themselves through that? That's a legitimate thing dig. Over and over and over every week. It's a melancholy <laughs> to get their ass kicked every friggin' week. <laughs> yeah, I have funny. no idea. I've wondered what the whole point of it was anyway. You know, why do you even want to just get out there and run around and, and shoot and stuff like that? And I guess it's just like, you know, kids growing up playing war. Uh, and that's, yeah, but their war, they always doing. lose, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> they should go out and buy the new uniform, get the, get the Yankee uniforms and at least win one weekend, you know? <laughs> well, the crazy part is, you know, the, the Southerners that go ahead and they play the Union side. So, you know, what is it about the Southerners that want to put on the Union uniform and kill other Southerners in the reenactment? I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> that is weird. Like, I never really thought about it because I don't know that I would even want to go watch. I mean, I guess you'd want to watch it one time just to. I think to I'd rather watch paint dry. I'd rather watch. <laughs> I'd prefer to watch rooftops. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Because I, li- I like rooftops, so there. So what about, like, modern movies? Because, like, you're in all kinds of horror movies. Like, what are, uh, are there any, like, cool new horror movies that have come out in the last year, two, three, that, that are like, oh, my gosh, like, that's a movie that's really cool, or, I, you know, it would have been cool to be in that movie or something like that? Well, I've been, like, really um, underwhelmed by most of the horror films that have come out lately because I, I just I don't really believe that they make horror films anymore. Um, not that I like anyway. I mean, I've been amused by some, you know, like I, I, the first or the remake of Piranha, the Piranha 3D, when it came out, I was amused by that. I thought, you know, okay, well, this is just silly fun. That was freaking um, fun. I really like that. <laughs> it was silly fun, yeah. but it was really fun. Yeah. I, I like silly fun like that. Um, you know, so I was amused by that, but uh, there's not a whole lot that have, have struck me, um, lately. I, you know, I liked, um, I guess a couple of years back, uh, when the Spanish, uh, the orphanage came out, yeah. the Spanish movie, 
Um, I liked that. Um, but, you know, it wasn't an American production, although I think they're going to remake it here in America now. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I've just been really yeah. underwhelmed. I, I keep going back to watch the, the old stuff. Okay. Actually, and I watch a, a lot of the old stuff, movie too. Coming out. Um, there's a brand new horror movie coming out. I think it's coming around Christmas time. It's called Barry Manilow Live in Concert. I think it's going to be in selected <laughs> theaters. I think that's that, fucking scary. That will be a winner. Actually, first of all, I don't think anybody should dish Barry Manilow. I like Barry Manilow. I have all his CDs. <laughs> that's not a joke. Also, he's I'm actually not he's serious. I'm serious. I like Barry Manilow. He sold like hundreds of millions of records. I mean, he's like What's super successful. What's your favorite Barry song? Quick, Jimmy, say it right on the air. What's your favorite one? Weekend in New England. I don't know. I like a whole bunch of them. I like Mandy. I like all of them. Can't. Uh, tr- uh, what is it called? I forgot. Ships. I don't know. I like all of them. <laughs> and uh, and Ken Pettigrew. I know you're like listening. And if you rag on me for Barry Manilow, I'll get you back. <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth again. Because I think it's like funny. I think that's hilarious. I like Barry. I like a lot of those like cheesy things. Like you know my. I'll tell you like some of my favorite movies, Jim. I like them. Well, not that are not horror because I like horror movies the best. But I like the Mighty Duck movies, all three of them. Oh boy! I, I think they are awesome. One of my favorite movies is is Thrashin that stars Brooke McCarter and Josh Brolin and oh and that other guy. Yeah, skateboarding movie Thrashin. Like I have like ten copies of it. I watch it all the time. I freaking like love it. And, and yes, dude, to Ken Pettigrew on VHS. Say Every that time ag- you talk about these movies, you uh-huh. remind me of Robert Hayes in fucking Airplane, throwing the gasoline on himself. <laughs> <laughs> Lighting uh, the match. Remember that? I don't like Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody likes Airplane. And I like Pretty Woman. I like watch Pretty Woman all the time. That was my I used like to be my woman. litmus test. That used to be my litmus test. And, uh, I like Pretty Woman. You know, Jim, he's making fun of me, but he watches that, Lifetime. Yeah, a, lot of, yeah, a lot of my favorite films are not horror films. Though, okay. Too, so, I, you know, I've... I've completely get that <laughs> so tell me what like what's your your happy what do you call it what's your like gay movie that nobody knows that you like and tell everybody now in 155 countries <laughs> your gay pleasure movie but i don't mean an actual okay. porn gay pleasure <laughs> guilty pleasure guilty pleasure movie <laughs> okay uh, are, are you ready I know, this is like gonna get a, a groan i know I, i'm probably it's, gonna like it it's purple rain oh my oh, god that's, that's awesome. a good movie though actually. classic yeah, really? you're like guilty pleasures, not so guilty, really. Like, no, it's, it's yeah. not bad. Purple Rain's okay. The best part is Apollonia at the pool at the uh, at the lake. At the oh. lake, yeah. Oh, how many times did I put that shit on pause as a kid? <laughs> yeah, that totally went right past me. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will watch Purple Rain if I'm flipping through channels and it's on. That's where I'll stop every time. So. There you well, go. The sequel that's to that cool. was was a stink bomb. Graffiti Bridge. I did. I didn't, I didn't see, see that. I didn't see that yeah. one either. Uh, oh, that's really that's just that's just awful. Oh my <laughs> god! I like though movies like that. We have I like sports movies and movies like with kids sports teams. Like when I was a kid, I loved the Bad News Bears. Like I and thought you the don't Bad like News Bears sports. Was awesome. I don't get that. I like sports kind of like I like hockey movies though. Like uh, Young Blood with Rob Lowe and Patrick Swayze is a good one. That was good. Mystery was good. Mystery Alaska with Burt Reynolds where they're in Alaska and they like do the the. The, uh, the hockey team. The hockey team thing. I like hockey movies. Yeah. It's so weird. I live in Florida. It's like, you know, it's not like I could ever play hockey. 
<laughs> but I just you like it. We had ice rinks here a while ago. Oh, and you know another movie I like a lot? Prayer for the Roller Boys with Corey Haim. Oh. It's an awesome movie. I don't think I've seen that one with Corey Haim. Yeah, I haven't seen awesome that Corey Haim. And I liked Lucas that had all those kid stars and Goonies. Oh, Goonies is awesome. That, those aren't yeah, guilty that, pleasures, though. That was a though. great Corey Feldman movie before he had that fucking thing hanging off his forehead. <laughs> I love that thing hanging off his forehead. Did you see the thing hanging off his forehead, Jim? I have seen the thing hanging off his forehead. Okay. Yeah. I actually it shot a roll. He's, he's shooting a movie uh, here right now in Fort Lauderdale, and last week I was on set with him because uh, the Jimmy Star show is featured in the movie. And so we got to oh, go on, I got to go on set and like hang out with him and stuff. And he's got that thing hanging. And I don't think it looks that bad. I mean, he's a pretty, he was a pretty nice guy. Like, I was impressed that he was like. Not he's as... a nice guy, but if if you hang your fucking floss a thing off your forehead, uh, you know, it gets disturbing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Drew really likes it. So I, I really like it. It's like it is totally Michael Jackson, but like I like it. Michael Jackson daring not style. Here. I'm bold. Okay, yeah. so let's take the conversation back to Jim O'Rear. Okay. Hey, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> He's like laughing at all the shit we say. It's like hilarious. So you have a new movie called The Hospital that you just did. I kept seeing all kinds of stuff on Facebook for it. I went on the IMDb plate. Is it is actually completed now? Yeah, we just finished shooting, and uh, we're in post right now editing it, and it's a uh, a mixture. It mixes the slasher genre of the early 80s with the paranormal genre and uh, is is basically about this uh, this team of paranormal investigators that go inside an abandoned hospital and get locked in there by a serial killer, and uh, he starts picking them off one by one, and you eventually find out that the uh, he's done this before, and the spirits of his victims are still alive in the hospital, and they're gathering energy to come back at him. So eventually the ghosts get involved in all of it as well. Oh, wow. That sounds cool. Like multi-layered. So did you write that then? Did you? Are you the writer of that or did, are you just the star of it? Yeah, I wrote it with uh, Daniel M. from uh, Return of the Swamp Thing. And, okay. And Road Trip, we, we wrote it together and uh, we both act in it. Cool. Um, so it's, uh, it's, we, hope, uh, we hope to have it. A test screening in February at the uh, Dead Winter Convention in, in uh, Kentucky, and then it has its international premiere in Germany in March, and then we'll just go on from there. Cool. And are you one of the paranormal investigators, or who are you in it? I, I am. I am. I play uh, one of the guys. There's these two guys that have an internet paranormal reality show, and uh, I'm one of those guys that brings the team in there. Cool. There you go. It's kind of true to life. Yeah, it uh, it plays on a lot of uh, you know a lot of real stuff that's going on now and kind of mixes it in with with the horror genre and we even have Scott Tepperman in it from uh, the Ghost Hunters International Television Show and he plays himself in the movie. So. Oh, that's cool. <coughs> Excuse me. To draw so on all that, yeah. It's so funny because I always see like at all the conventions all the Ghost Hunter people and I don't know who any of them are like because I don't watch any of the shows so I, I should actually just be at least more aware because. I know when we go to when we used to go to Spooky Empire, they would always have like the Ghost Hunter people, but I didn't know who they were. Yeah, because we've had like well, I, Kane Hodder. And I don't Rick. watch them either. Oh, you don't watch them either? Okay, then I don't feel so bad. I mean, we've had a lot of people like Kane Hodder on the show, and and him Rick, and R. A. Um, Mihailov and Rick McCallum. Rick yeah. McCallum. Uh -huh. And them, they're all like the Hollywood ghost, you know, ghost hunters, hunters or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, I was on their team for a while. Oh, cool. Wow. And uh, then I, I split off with my own team. So. There you go. I think that happens a lot with those ghost hunter people, though, right? Just because of it, location. It does, 
you know, when it, when it gets, there's more drama in the paranormal than there is in, like, the movie industry and, and all that. And it's just, uh, you know, they, they get into a lot of this, my team's better than your team kind of crap. And I, I don't go for that. So. <laughs> there you go. That's good. I like, don't go for I think that's good, though. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Like everybody, there's there's uh, there's enough ghosts for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> My so, equipment's better than your equipment. <laughs> I think it's just yeah, kind of like cool. You would realize that it gets so it gets as petty as that. That's funny. I would really just like to see Kane Hodder like running around. I don't naked? know, like naked. <laughs> <laughs> A ghost took his clothes off uh, by no, mistake. Whoops. Then I would be okay. Yeah. Like and, it's, and with him and R.A. Mahalov, it's Mihailov. funny to investigate with Kane because he's like the biggest skeptic ever. He something can happen right in front of him, and he'll deny that he saw it. <laughs> there you go, that all works. <laughs> so, so I, you've done a ton of movies. What do you have a favorite of your movies that you've done? Um, not really. It's it. I there are some that I I hate that I've worked in, but um. Don't tell uh, us there's those. something about <laughs> a lot of them, whether it be a character or whatever. Oops, is he still there? Okay, yeah, he's still there. Okay, um, oh. I think. Uh, go ahead, Drew. What about the House of Pain? The Robert House England, Gunnar Hansen. Yes. Exactly. I, I've done a lot of movies with Gunnar, and Gunnar is great to work with. The House of Pain is still. It, that's one of those that has been a pain in my ass because it's been in development hell for years. Okay. But when that one happens, <laughs> which I, I'm told, again, is going to happen sometime next year, that one will be a, a good one. That one is actually The House of Pain um, is the most personal film that I've written. Well, Thomas Churchill said on the show, I think it was Thomas Churchill said on the show last week, Movies that take a long time in development come out freaking awesome because by the time you're in production, everything's already sorted. Right. So there you so go. So there you go. Actually, because so like it will be Tom awesome. Savini, like there's a lot of cool people like we've had on the show, which we freaking love. So I'm all about that. Yeah, we've got an all-star horror cast attached to that one. We've got Robert England and Gunnar Hansen and Kane Hodder and Ari Mahaloff and... Uh, Bill Mosley, there's there's a ton of them attached to it. That's yeah. cool. Okay, so no updates yet, but we'll just keep our fingers crossed. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. House, House of Pain or uh, the Legacy of Pain, which is what I'm hoping it, it gets called, uh, is is still in development. Okay, cool. So what else we got going on that we uh, that we need to whore you out for real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see, coming up, I am working on the remake of Night of the Living Dead. The 3D um, one? Which one? The 3D one? It's um, it's called Night of the Living Dead Genesis. I don't know if they're shooting it in 3D or not. Okay. But I'm the stunt coordinator on that picture. Do you know the actors that are in it? Um, yeah, it's got... Um, Is Nathaniel Francis in the, it? What's that? Is Nathaniel Francis in it? I I don't know if he's in it. I know it's got a lot of the. Uh, it's got like Judy O'Day from the original Night of the Living Dead is in it. Um, I wonder if that's the same. I think one. Bill Johnson is in it, who is the second Leatherface. 
Okay, because uh, there's a Night of the on, on IMDb. There's a Night of the Living Dead 3D, and there's a guy named Nathaniel Francis who's in a movie with me, uh, shooting in Scotland, and he plays the Ben role. He plays the role of uh, Tony Todd's role in the in the remake. But on IMDb, it says Night of the Living Dead 3D. That may be a different one. Okay, okay. Yeah, they made a few of them, didn't they? I don't know. This one's yeah. not out yet. This one's not out yet. Yeah. Everybody, uh, everybody's jumping on the Night of the Living Dead bandwagon for some reason. It's a remake of a remake of the remake of the remake. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I love it, though. I love, love the remake of it. Okay, so you're working on stunt coordinator on that. I actually just met Bill Johnson at Crypticon two weeks ago. I love oh, cool. Bill Johnson. He's, a, he's an interesting fellow. Yeah, he's an interesting fellow. We're going to have him on the Jimmy Star Show, too. I just have to figure out how to do it cause he's, because he's an interesting fellow. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is. Have, have him talk to you all about his uh, his health food fanaticism and how he mummifies cats. Yeah, I, I could handle the mummified cat thing, but I don't really want to talk about the health food thing. <laughs> I don't want to talk about either of those things. <laughs> he's a really nice guy, though. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, he's a little bit different. He was a lot of fun, though, and... And he's newly single, and he was like out picking, trying to pick up all the like twenty-year-old little girls <laughs> and twenty-five-year-old little girls. He was hitting on everybody and dancing around. It was a lot of fun to watch. And if I videotaped it, we could put it on YouTube and have a million hits. <laughs> <laughs> but what a nice guy! And he was so nice with everybody. It wasn't even funny. Yes, he's a super guy. He's just a, a little bit different at times. Yeah, I like Bill. Um, okay, is there somebody on the line? Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, it's Morley. Hey, Morley. Hang on one second, okay? No problem. Hey, everybody. That's Morley Schulman. He's our next guest from a writer, uh, A Mile in His Soul. Morley, say hi to Jim O'Rear. He's an awesome-ass horror actor, stuntman person, and he's on the line with us now, too. And say hello, and I'll introduce you guys. Hey, Jim. How are you? (laughs) Hey, how are you? (laughs) I am fantastic. There you go. Isn't that cute? It's Aww. like a Hallmark card. <laughs> Star Show. A place for people. To... So, um... It's like a Hallmark card. <laughs> That's right. It's like a Hallmark card. So let's go back to Jim O'Rear for a minute. And uh, Jim, so like, if everybody wants to find out more about you, they can go to jimorear.com. Um, you're on Twitter. What's your Twitter? At Jim O'Rear? At Jim O'Rear, yes. And, uh, and on Facebook, you're Jim O'Rear. Basically, you're Jim O'Rear everywhere, right? Pretty much. It makes it easy. Yeah, so you guys and can if, find him. If you, if you go to jimorear.com, it's got links to the Facebook and the Twitter on there, so it's easy to get to. There you go. That works. So we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Anytime you got anything cool to promote, let us know, and we'll promote it. Um, it's always a lot of fun. It's nice to actually talk to you on the show finally. And uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show, and, uh, and have a great weekend, and keep us posted. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All righty. Have Jim, a good we go one. Jim. All right. All righty. Bye, Bye-bye. Jim. Bye. Bye. Okay, so let's do it the way we should do it normally. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. <laughs> That's for you, Morley. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, how's it going, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> we are awesome. We want to welcome you to the show. Before we get started, I want to uh, introduce you to my cool co-host, starting off with the cool cat of film, Mr. Thomas Churchill. Hey, hey, how's how you doing? doing? I'm a big fan. How you doing? There you go, and you guys are talking over each other well. We go way back. And then we do. And then we've got the diva of cool Drew Albright. Hey, Morley, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I love your name, and we want to do a shout out to everybody in the chat room because we have a lot of people from the film in the chat room too. 
it's unbelievable. It's fantastic. Hey, guys, how's it going? Hey, we got Jeff in there. We have Aaron, the producer. We have Carrie. We have Cameron. Uh, it's amazing. We have – it's awesome. Yeah. There you go. And, before, and, and, and so you, you did the shout-out, but we forgot to introduce the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Morley! Hey, Chad. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> there Chad's you go. Intense. And I'm Jimmy Starr, and we want to welcome you to the Jimmy Starr Show, and I want to give a shout-out. Let's give another shout-out to everybody in the chat room. What's up, everybody? Yay! Wow, oh. church. <laughs> so now, that was my bungee jumping. What's up? So we're going to cut right to the chase, you guys. Morley is an awesome writer. He's also a comedian. He's also cool-looking. Where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Toronto, Canada. There you go. He's from Canada. And uh, and actually, you should follow him on Twitter. It's at Morley's Musings. Because the first time I talked to him on the phone, like I thought that was his last name. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're, you're a writer, and you wrote a new screenplay called A Mile in His Soul that's actually uh, being produced. And all the people that are uh, in the chat room are in the film. And it's an awesome, incredible movie. And everybody can go to amileinhissoul.com to check it out. Exactly. And, uh, and we're, we're going to talk primarily about the movie and who's in the movie and the, the Indiegogo campaign for the movie. Um, we'll talk a little bit about your history, too, just to like give people a little bit more to go about you. But then we're going to primarily promote the movie and, and, and hang out that's with awesome all the people in the chat room. That's great because that will be a few minutes of my life uh, hearing about it. They won't be able to get back. So that, that's good news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're a comedian, too. Talk a little bit of that. Well, when I was around 17, 18 years old, I wanted to be the next Rich Little. So I used to appear at a comedy club here in uh, Toronto called Yuck Yucks. I like the name. And uh, Yuck Yucks is actually owned by Mark Breslin, who used to be the talent scout for the Joe River Show. So Yuck Yucks is still uh, a very popular club here. So when I went, I wanted to, like I said, be known as impersonator. So I do all these different impersonations, and it worked out pretty well. Um, I would do riding Dangerfield, Ed Sullivan, and so on. But then it got more, much more success when I started writing my own jokes. Okay. So um, they offered me a chance to turn pro, um, which it was a huge, huge advantage of you know 17 years old to be a professional comedian. But I said no. Um, they were, they were going to pay me, I think, $10 for 15 minutes worth of material. Oh, wow. Yeah, but that, and and think, that was only like a few years ago, right? That. that was like two or three years ago. Uh, no, I have to. <laughs> the last time I performed was in a club in Edmonton back in 2007 um, for my then girlfriend and, and her family, because that's where her family is from. I wanted to see if I could still do it. And I came back to Toronto and I recorded the jokes in front of my cam just to make sure I wouldn't lose them. So, um, but I still love writing humor. It's humor is in my, in my blood. Okay, and you know you totally missed the joke there. When I said two or three years ago, I was meaning like that was two or three years ago they were going to pay you $10. You know, like <laughs> meaning you're like 20 now. <laughs> you know what? The rates have not changed. Oh, okay. Believe wow. it or not, that's why I heard the rates are still still the same. Okay. Rich yeah. Little. When I was a kid, I used to think Rich Little and Lee Majors was the same guy. They both looked the same, didn't they? <laughs> no. No. I don't think so Except either. Except the hair. Come on, think about it. They got, they got the same face. No. <laughs> I don't think so at all. Really? Yeah. I think Rich Little is... Yeah, I don't know Rich one. Little was mastermind, you know? Okay. <laughs> anyway, so, so, so then you decided to become a writer instead. 
There you go. Yeah, I used to uh, I used to be a copywriter, and uh, I realized it was a legalized form of prostitution, and uh, so I decided <laughs> that from now on, if I write, I want to write just for myself. Okay. And so, like, I just want to talk a little bit about copywriting. Like, what kind of things would you write for? Um, I would do freelance things. I mean, I would do uh, slogans for company. I would do newsletters. But the final straw came for me, Drew, was when I had to do um, some copywriting for a real estate uh, advertising agency. And what was and the matter with I'm it? I'm telling okay. you, it was beyond boring. I wanted to kill myself. Like there's so there's only so many adjectives for houses, huh? Yeah, exactly. It's solid. Great foundation. Yeah. Okay. Neighborhood. I like the voice that you say it in. Great foundation. Wonderful foundation. There you go. Works too late. You and Chad, like you guys could do the whole like, cause Chad does all the the different like cool voice like radio stuff too. Yeah, it's fun. Okay, so so <laughs> then you decided to write uh, on a serious note. You decided to write a screenplay about homelessness. It's called A Mile in Its in His Soul. Tell us a little bit about about it and the thinking behind it. Sure, um, we've all had probably experience with, with homeless people. Um, one incident came to mind. Um, I gave this guy. Uh, a couple bucks, and I uh, came back from lunch, and he was scratching a lottery ticket. And I wanted to ask him, geez, did he win anything? Like, right out in the open. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's I, I could have done that. Um, and then there's an article in the local paper here about this woman who's known as the shaky lady. And what she would do is she was like an older woman, and she'd be shaking like she had Parkinson's or something, and, and apparently did quite well by asking for money, and, and a reporter followed her home, and she drove home in a Mercedes. Oh, my goodness. Wow. wow. That's intense. So it, you know, it does happen. I mean, there's legitimately destitute people out there, and it is a, it is a very serious problem. Yes. And we're also partnering with the United Way Canada, uh, to help work with the uh, the homeless. And they have three main uh, focus areas. I just want to talk about the United Way for two seconds. Um, what, what they're really focused on is moving people from poverty to possibility. Uh-huh. They, they're also interested in building healthy people and strong communities. And, of course, making all that kids can be, because the homeless obviously affects children as well. It's a very serious problem. Yes. So I wanted to take a mile of soul to kind of make fun of the scammers, but also perhaps point, um, shed light on the, the real problems of the homeless, too, in a kind of a dark comedy. Okay. So you combined them both into one film. Exactly. To have, like, a br- broad discussion on homelessness. Well, you know, the, the whole key was I really want to engage people in that discussion. It's like, you know, it's not a problem that's going to go away. I think, you know, I can see the humor in most situations, and, and there's certainly a lot of humor in the scammers, if you look at it, but there's also a lot of tragedy as well. So actually, like, because I don't know how much, I, I've read the script, and I don't know how much of the synopsis is available for, like, people to know. Can you give kind of like a, uh, as much as you're allowed to give breakdown of, like, what the story's about? Absolutely. So it really revolves around this scammer, this guy who works at an ad agency during the day, and he moonlights as a homeless person. And eventually he loses everything and is forced to live on the streets for real. And he has really no idea on how to survive. He doesn't know how to feed himself, how to avoid gangs, prostitutes. 
And all the while, he's also looking for his long-lost father, who himself had left his family at a very early age to live on the streets. So really, it's a story about love. Um, It's about learning how to find yourself and learning how to accept others. It's it's actually awesome, everybody, too, just to let everybody know, because I've read the script. It's, It's a really, really great story. It really makes you think. Because um, I don't know that I like I don't know that people actually even think about homelessness if you don't see homeless people, you know, on a regular basis or whatever. Like, or if you're not in even when you, you do, you it. get like blind to it. Like, yeah, in it's New like, York, and... it's like, or you, yeah, or it's oversaturated and you're used to it. Like I know when I was in San Francisco, exactly. it was everywhere, and so like you expected to see it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that people don't pay as much attention. I think this movie is going to draw a lot of attention to it and also make people think about what they actually like, think about the whole thing and, and what they're willing to do to help with it all. And, and that's the key. And that's why we also want to get involved with United Way Canada, because they do wonderful work with the homeless. And um, we have a fundraising campaign, a crowdfunding campaign. Um, and we have wonderful perks available from $2 to $20,000, which we'll talk about. Absolutely, um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go over all of them because it'll be fun for everybody to hear, and that way they can all yeah, participate. And twenty-five percent of the proceeds do go to United Way Canada. So before we talk about the Indiegogo campaign, let's just talk a little bit about since a lot of the people involved in the movie are actually in the chat room. Let's give a shout out. First of all, it's uh, it's being directed by Aaron Lenton, who's in the in the uh, chat room. Yep. Who's also Aaron is a boy genius. Um, who's also producing the film. Uh, along with Mark Paul Wake, and then Mark Paul Wake is also like the lead actor, along with Michelle Martin. Wow, Absolutely. look at that! I made that sound so smooth. <laughs> I did all. We're those like real professionals. I know that was like really good, and uh, it was. Uh, I think it's like super, super. I think it's cool that lots of people have dual roles. I think it's like super cool the cast that is like attached. We were saying earlier on the show, besides Michelle Martin and Mark Paul Wake and me. <laughs> Absolutely. We have. Uh, I'm really. Exci- I'm actually really excited about Nathaniel Francis, who's like in Night of the Living Dead 3D. Uh, like, because for me, that's like a really big deal, and I can't like wait, you know, to like actually meet him. We've been tweeting back and forth, and uh, and you've got the guy Victor Abua from like Big Brother Five, the UK version of Big Brother, which is also like really cool. I'm excited about that. Like, I haven't even <laughs> seen Big Brother, but like, he looks like he's just plain cool. That dude and all the promo pics. Yeah. He is one of the coolest guys you'll meet. So how did you actually do your casting for this? Because, like, I know people send in audition tapes and stuff. Like, like I didn't I didn't know anything about it before. And also, C.K. Gray is in There's a whole huge cast. We only picked out three or four I gotta, people, you I guys. Gotta, can I talk about C.K. Gray for a minute? You can talk about C.K. Gray all you want. We love her. I, I could talk about C.K. Gray all day. I am telling you, if, if there's a bigger fan of C.K. Gray, I think I have yet to meet this person. Okay. I, I, in all honesty, first of all, she's written the best love story ever. Absolutely. I Have the Storm and After the Storm. I read them both. Yep. <laughs> They're fantastic books. Uh, and you can also get them at your local bookstore. Also, she has an amazing website, uh, ckgbooks.com. And she's smoking hot. <laughs> yeah, you left that part out. <laughs> Morley, what's up? <laughs> you know what? i got to tell you. As beautiful as she is on the outside, and believe you me, she is gorgeous. It doesn't compare to how she is on the inside. Okay. 
did the check clear yet? She's one of the most beautiful people you'll ever meet. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Inside and out. She's awesome. We love her, and uh, I actually met her on Twitter. Also, actually, that's how this whole thing got together in the first place. Is I met her on Twitter, and through her, I met you on Twitter. So, like, Twitter rocks. Everybody needs to be on Twitter. Absolutely, and that's how I met a lot of my my cast. Actually, okay, that's I cool. I met Michelle through Twitter. That's awesome. So you listen up, people who like want to get into the industry. If you're not on Twitter, like you need to be on Twitter and pay attention. Because we get guests from Twitter. He's casting movies from Twitter. Like get on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Hey Jimmy, how many Twitter followers do you have now? Two hundred nineteen thousand. Aw, that's so little. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm he was complaining about it earlier. Away from you. I'm like I'm like working on it, and I think Twitter is the way to go. And I think I don't know that everybody pays attention to their Twitter streams, but I'm I'm very like into it. And actually, um, I'm meeting all the people from all the cast from A Mile in His Soul because like everybody's adding everybody on Twitter since we're all working on the, the project and we're all working on the Indiegogo campaign. Um, I think uh, there's a cool new poster that I think got put up for the film on Facebook. Yeah, it's been uh, it's on the site now. Yeah, it's up there now, and everybody needs to check it out. And if you go to amileinhissoul.com, dot com, um, it has everything about it because we're gonna have a great soundtrack. It's got great bands on the soundtrack. Uh, there's one band on the soundtrack that's so freaking awesome called the Amazing Graces. That was their name. I couldn't remember it when I told you the other day, but they're all the bands seem excellent. They're awesome. I like freaking like love them. We have Jeff Orr in the chat room, and he says he has a song on the soundtrack. There you go. His song is fantastic. You got to listen to his song. It absolutely rocks. Absolutely. So uh, everybody like needs to guys, go because you can go to the website and you can click on soundtrack. It has all the different bands, and then you can like click to, to di- like their SoundCloud pages and stuff to hear some of the music. Um, the, the website is very well put together. Everybody, everybody definitely needs to go and check it out. I agree. I just want to give a shout-out as well to... Um, can, can I talk about the music for a second, uh, Jim? Absolutely. This is your time, baby. Let's <laughs> rock and roll. I'm and polite. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I'm trying to be polite. That's okay. Go for it. So what happened was, um, I have this friend, Hartley Mandel, good friend of mine, super talented, and he'd written this song in the mid-'90s called The Other Side of Reality. Really cool song, and it was kind of like a dance song. So Aaron decided to option the movie. I said, Hartley, you know what? I got this movie, but I love your song, The Other Side of Reality. It's available on YouTube. Great song. Can you slow it down and make it really more emotional? Because it's, it's going to be used for a very emotional scene. He said, no problem. Got it done. Fantastic. So then I said to Aaron, you know, why don't we build a soundtrack for this? And I have a perfect group to use, Clatu. So for those of you who are not familiar with Clatu, they had a monster hit in the 70s with a song called calling occupants of interplanetary craft. Yeah. Okay. The Carpenters remade it. The Carpenters <laughs> remade it into an even bigger hit. And when Clatu first came out, they did not want their identities to be known because for them it was about the music, not the people. So when they came out, there's so much mystery behind them. People thought they were the Beatles. And they were also on the Capitol Records label, so there's all this mystery behind them. But they put out some phenomenal songs. And in fact, they just re-released their Hope CD, which is an awesome, awesome CD, which has um, one of the songs we're using from our soundtrack called We're Off You Know, which is the title track or the, the opening track on the Hope CD. Okay. And just as a shout-out to Klaatu, I've actually become friends with the members, phenomenal guys. Uh, if anyone is interested, you can get you can listen to this song, We're Off You Know, on com, or better yet... 
go to klatutheband.com. And it's K-L-A-A-T-U, right? Exactly. And you know where that's from, right, the name? No, I'm, I'm retarded. Tell me. It's <laughs> <laughs> from the sci-fi film from the 50s, The Day the Earth Stood Still. That's where they got the name from, the robot Klaatu, or Klaatu Radonik 2. Oh, Churchill, you should have known that. <laughs> I know. You're the king of film. <laughs> I'm the cool cat of film. The cool cat of film, that's right, okay. <laughs> Either way, cool cat. But we have, we, we have Jeff Orr from the Focal Point. Uh, sorry, from, yeah, sorry, yeah, we have Jeff Orr from the Focal Points. Phenomenal song, and Jeff has worked with D. Long from Clack, too. And anyway, I just want to give a shout-out to all the guys in the soundtrack. Phenomenal, phenomenal job. Actually, let's just give a shout-out to everybody involved with the film. Everybody's working to make this film, like, uh, come together, work, and put out a terrific product, of which we're all looking for an Academy Award nomination. <laughs> just to let you know why not yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, we're, that we're actually we're going for Cannes and Sundance we're going to go for all the festivals first okay that's okay yeah but you know they might hear about it on the show and be Palm so door, interested baby. about it that we just like skip all those and go straight to the Academy Awards <laughs> absolutely why not hey. this is what makes you a star Jimmy you're thinking big that's right I only think big I only think big because you've got this all-star cast you've got such talent uh, Michelle Martin she's beautiful she's super talented She's been in movies with a lot of really big people. She's in movies that are in development with really big people. Um, I think you've you've picked a cast that actually looks very cohesive, that they're all going to go together, and I think it's going to be an amazing movie. And we're trying to finish funding this film with our Indiegogo campaign. Let's talk a little bit about that. Awesome. So um, if you go to Indiegogo, Indiegogo.com forward slash a mile, we have amazing perks you can choose from, from as little as $2. You can get a digital copy of the official movie poster, which we just put out today, and I shared it on our Facebook, Twitter, and our thank you page on our website. There's a $5 uh, donation level, $10, $25, and it goes on. And the grand prize, if you will, there you is $20,000. <laughs> and this is the most important one. Okay. So if, if you donate $20,000, you'll get a... You'll get there's a whole litany, a whole list of, of rewards. Hang on, I'm going to tell them. I have it. I have it. I want to read it. Please. It's fun. All right, so I'm interrupting here. So, you guys, this is awesome, and if you donate $20,000 to the, to the film, besides getting a shout-out on Facebook and Twitter and the website and a limited-edition CD of the soundtrack and the movie credits under special thanks and a limited-edition DVD of the movie, um, you actually get to fly to Scotland for a week... And hang out with us and hang out with me, Jimmy Starr, on the set of A Mile in His Soul. And, like, we'll do dinner and we'll have a great time. And, and you get to go to Scotland. I mean, that is some cool – and you get to go to Scotland on a movie set with, like, all kinds of cool famous people. How much it doesn't even get that any better than that. Perk, like, unbelievable. Absolutely. And all the perks are really good. And I think we should tell everybody because between all of us, we have to have, like, 300,000 Twitter followers. If everybody donated $2 – there Damn, would we be in good shape? We could actually make the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> so we want everybody to go to Indiegogo.com slash a mile. And again, like you can do $2, you can do a $5 one, and you get a digital copy of the movie poster and shout-outs on Facebook and everything. Plus you get two songs from the soundtrack. Um, the soundtrack is going to be awesome. For $10, you get digital copies of the poster, shout-outs on all the different things, and five songs from the soundtrack. I mean, like, it's actually like a really cool Indiegogo campaign because 
because it's not like just you're donating money and, and you don't get anything just to be like nice. This way you're donating something and you're actually getting something back. Absolutely. And, and again, with the soundtrack, I mean, I was, I was watching uh, the movie Juno with uh, Hartley on, uh, on Friday, and it's a great movie. I don't know if you guys have seen Juno. Yeah. Yes. Awesome soundtrack. But ours is better as far as I'm concerned. A, because I think the artist, every single artist on our soundtrack kicks ass. But also every song that we're using. And I think, Jimmy, you're also going to have a couple more contributions as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. We're working on um, it. Every, <laughs> perfect. Every song that we have really contributes to the feel of the movie. So it's not like random songs here and there. They're all on point. Absolutely. They all have meaning. They're all going to fit with the scenes in the film. Um, the film is is actually got lots of like uh, funny parts. It's also going to have a lot of like emotional parts. It's going to have something for everybody in this film. And again, you know, it's talking right. about homelessness. Oh, and I'm in it, but it's I mean, it's really is bringing going to bring like world awareness to homelessness in a way that I think people are going to be um, super impressed and. And and it's actually going to make people think about like what do they think about homeless people? How do they treat homeless people? What is you know how big of a problem they see homelessness as? Um, I think it's going to really raise awareness in ways that haven't been done in a film before. I, I think so too, and it's very kind of you. I really appreciate that. Um, I could have made a total farce. Um, I, I'm not capable of writing something serious. I don't think, but I could have made a total farce. And and there have been movies like, for example, Life Stinks with Mel Brooks, for example, in the early '90s. Um, which is, uh, again, a pure farce. Uh, there was, of course, the movie Trading Places. Yes. Uh, and great, I mean, that was a great movie. Uh, but this, like I said, tries to take the elements of the, the real serious part. Remember the soloist with Jamie Foxx? The soloist, oh, yes, yeah. I do remember mm-hmm. that, yes. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, Jamie yeah. Foxx. Right? So, it, I mean, it, it shows how, you know, how Jamie Foxx became homeless because of the mental illness and all that. So it does take the seriousness of the real problems of the homeless, but also, again, portrays it in a kind of a humorous light. And I think it really appeals to everybody. And what's amazing, too, is that the people who have read the script, um, and yourself included, really seem to be attached to this project like a real passion. When Michelle, our lead actress, read the script, she could have chosen many roles to choose from. I mean, she's appearing with Sir Ben Kingsley in her next movie. Um, she chose this one, and we're really honored to have her. Mark Paul Wake, who's our lead actor, won a Best Actor award last year at the British Independent Film Festival. So not only did he want to be attached to this film, he also wanted to co-produce with Aaron. Yeah, that's cool. I'm, like, super excited. He's, like, super... He's, like, a really hunky guy. He, he He's definitely a, a hot guy. I have uh, some... I think he has some cyber stalkers on Twitter now who really like him, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> And now you have the awesome Jimmy Starr attached to the film. And I'm actually playing, hey, like, I'm age-appropriate. Like, wh- what <laughs> is can... your character, Jimmy Starr, can you say? Huh? Um, I don't know if I can say or not. Morley, tell him who I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way of getting out of it. That's right. Pass the buck, no problem. He's playing um, the lead actress's father, a young father. Um, and he Young is, uh, father, really... I like that. What's that? I said young father. I like that. A very young father. (laughs) My favorite part of his role is what he's wearing. Jimmy, do you want to say what you're going to be wearing? uh, Well, I told them earlier, everybody, that I'm making stuff specifically for it, but um, we can say that my character uh, is a publisher of children's books, 
And so they're going to be very comically and fun. I'm going to be wearing a rubber ducky shirt in one of them, you know, in, in one of the scenes. And then we're going to make some kind of cool, something a little bit more formal for it. And it's going to be I awesome. I can't wait to see this. You're Miss, Mr. Cookston. Yes, I'm Mr. Cookston. Mr. Cookston. Yeah. And uh, I just think it's cool because uh, I've never played a father before, first of all. And I'm going to have some comedic and dramatic uh, parts to go to, to get to test my acting chops, which I'm going to be great at, I know. <laughs> and I'm, I'm excited to be just in such a cool project with so many cool people. And, and again, we need to tell everybody first of all, you sh- everybody should be following us on Twitter. It's at a mile in his soul, is uh, the Twitter handle. And then you can follow all of us. Like I said, Morley is at Morley's Musings. And then the director, Aaron, is at Aaron L, I think. Yeah, it's E I R A N. Yeah, E-I-R-A-N, and I oh. think uh, Michelle Martin and Mark Paul Wake, you can type their names in and it'll come up. And then you can go and to the cast post- page and find everybody. Exactly, yeah. Which I'm actually looking at Cameron McGrath, because he's in the chat room, and he plays Simon, and he has a great picture of him. <laughs> What's up, Cameron? He, like, he's 17 years old. He should be a freaking model for, like, CK or somebody. <laughs> they, you heard yeah, it. He's very British-looking. dot-com millionaire. Say that again. He's going to be playing the role of a dot-com millionaire in the movie. There oh, that's go. cool. Oh, that's funny, too, because he's, like, all young. He's going to be all young and snotty. <laughs> <laughs> he looks exactly like he could play young and snotty. There you go, Cameron. But he's a really there great guy in person. Uh, oh, I'm sure everybody everybody involved in the project is going to be terrific. I think just the project in itself is awesome. So what else do people need to know about this besides we need them to go to Indiegogo.com slash a mile and uh, start donating? What we need them to do is to really get into the film. Check out the synopsis. If you go to um, a mile in his soul dot com or even uh, indiegogo dot com backslash a mile, um, you'll see what it's about. And we really hope that once you read what it's about, the synopsis, you'll really get into it. Watch the uh, the video that's done by Mark Paul Wake. It's awesome. Um, and, and it's really exciting. Like I said, it's it's really a great project. People really care about it. And as I mentioned, twenty five percent of the proceeds do go to United Way Canada. Which is a big deal, everybody. It's like a really cool thing because I've never even seen an Indiegogo campaign that has done that before. So dig into your we- pockets and pay now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, church. There you go. Right, because he can't say that. He's Canadian. He's like way too nice. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Please donate. Wait, wait, let, me, let me say it in. And Churchill's from the Bronx. Yeah, Churchill's no, from the I'm Bronx. No, I'm not. I'm from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. <laughs> you mess that up, you're going to get shot. you got to be careful. Hey, you can't mess he's up. He's from Brooklyn. Queens. Dig into, your pockets, dig into your pockets and pay. A. A. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's what I want to hear. I'm that's from Minnesota, so I'm more like with the Canadian. There How's you go. it going, A? Go ahead, boy. Please give. Please, 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 you know. There you go. That, like, works. And so so how did you actually meet Aaron Lenton to get involved in the project? There is, that's a great question. There is a, a website out there called Mandy.com, which is a website for industry professionals. Yes, I'm on and it. And he was, he, yep. And he was uh, looking for a micro-budget film, so not like a huge film, like a $20 million film, but a smaller budget film um, that is really kind of unique. It's very character-driven and that can be entered into festivals. And I thought, you know, I got just the film I just finished writing. And I sent it to him, and, and he got back to me, and um, at the risk of bragging, it knocked his socks off. 
and um, don't don't um, don't worry about bragging. Like like we do that all the time here at the Jimmy Star Show. <laughs> but you have good reason to. So do you, yeah, dude. Your film me. your film got auction option, and you have all kinds of cool people in it, and you're gonna like you know you're gonna make a film that actually does something for people. That's right. That's you, Jimmy Star but you know Show what? It, for me, I I hate talking. Sorry about that. Um, I hate talking about myself. It's really about the film itself. Um, forget me. It's really about my cast. I mean, Aaron is a boy genius. I mean, he was writing a new project. I mean, it just blows it, like everything else away. It's phenomenal. Like honestly, these guys. I don't know what they're doing with me, man. But these guys are super talented. I think that we're gonna have to like put you through some kind of uh, hip, Jimmy Star training. Jimmy Star training. Yeah, right. And now. you'll come out and you'll be like, "Yeah, what's up, mofo's? <laughs> I'm the shit." Because if if if, you're, if it wasn't if you weren't any good and then your writing wasn't any good. Like nobody would have, uh, Aaron would not have been interested in the first place. So, exactly. Like, you have to give yourself more props because it's too much, too much false modesty or like modesty. Like we got to get you going in the whole thing because like you wrote something, it's amazing. Everybody likes it. It's getting a great response from everybody, which means it's really good. And you wrote it. You know, it didn't and, and appear out of yeah, thin air. I really, I really appreciate that. It's awesome. Um, but I really want to give the props out to Michelle, to Mark. To Hartley, to Jeff, to to Carrie, all those people, because they're the ones who are really helping me get this made and getting the message out there. Absolutely, so sort of like Clatoo. It's not about the men; it's about the about the music. And in this case, it's about the message. Absolutely. Uh, again, though, you are the you are the formulator of the message, and so without without the message, there would be nobody else being able to help you get the message out. So we just need to make sure that you actually like you know don't sell yourself short because the whole project's going to be awesome. <laughs> yes, um, you're you awesome. The, the whole project's going to be awesome. You are the key I, I master. I appreciate it. So, what was that, Thomas? You are the key master. There you go. <laughs> the key master. <laughs> there you go. So, I, I think it's like, I like awesome. That. I'm very excited about the whole project. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And everybody, um, when you see me retweeting it all the time on Twitter, instead of just like seeing it in your stream, actually do something about it and go donate two bucks. I mean, you can donate all the way up to 20000 which actually if we had five people donate 20000 that would be like really cool and like I'll hang out with five of you on the set. It'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be awesome. In I Scotland. will say this. I will say, I will say this is definitely the best thing I've ever written in my life. I think you guys are going to laugh. I think you're going to cry. I think it's going to touch everybody of all ages in all honesty and I think that you'll leave watching the movie feeling better because of it. Absolutely. And that's the kind of movies I like anyway. I like like I'm kind of like the feel good movie guy. Yeah. yeah, like I just watched Daddy Daycare. Who knew? Cuz like I don't have children. I don't really know anything about children, but I freaking love that movie cuz it was so cute. <laughs> and it was like it was a good movie for actually children to see and it like had a good message and it was just solid the whole way through. Yeah. So I like things I, like that. I, and, and I just watched a touching movie called Friday the 13th Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> About a kid looking for his mom. Well, I'm looking forward to my name is Brutal. There you go. Brutal. That's, that's Brutal. a good Brutal solid is movie. An awesome too. solid movie, and it's like fun. It's brutal, and uh, it is brutal. And uh, um, is anybody? Is everybody in the chat room doing okay? Has anybody got any questions they want us to ask Morley real quick while we got him on there? Or, or do you, if you just want him to shout out your name, we could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a lot of fun. Again, we want to uh, uh, say everybody should go to amileinhissoul.com and check out the awesome website. And the Facebook page is also facebook.com slash amileinhissoul also, isn't it, Morley? 
It is, yeah. So everybody can go on there. Um, you can post stuff, find out what's going on. Um, definitely you want to follow everybody on Twitter. And if you follow A Mile in His Soul, you can probably uh, uh, go through and see who they follow and follow all the different people. Or go to the cast page and look everybody up. If you go to AmileInHisSoul.com and go to the cast page, I believe the majority of the cast is actually on Twitter because I think I've met a, a ton of people. So I think Pretty that much, most, yeah. of, most of us are on Jennifer Twitter. Is always on there. We have Hartley who just joined the chat room, and Cameron says, Uh-oh. love your song on the soundtrack, Hartley. Hey, Hartley, what's up? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show chat room. And Hartley, you can <laughs> sign in in the right-hand corner if you want your name to show. There you go. So tell us about Hartley, Morley. Harley is one of my oldest friends. Um, he is super talented. I mean, he can compose really amazing hooks. Uh, melodies. Uh, he's also working, uh, he just finished a song for Carrie's movie, which is going to be coming out uh, based on Eye of the Storm. It's a killer song. Like You've got to hear this melody. It's, it's hauntingly beautiful as I described it. That's awesome. So he's also working with uh, Terry Draper, who's from Klaatu, on uh, a song for A Mile in a Soul as well. They're wrapping that up, but uh, Hartley is he's going places Cool. Uh, so Carrie, and the first stop for Hartley was the Jimmy Star Show. There yeah. you go. And Carrie, just like uh, as you're like uh, working on your whole film developmental ideas and everything, remember like that. I can play old or young. <laughs> <laughs> I can play one of the doctors. I can be anything. I just want a cameo. <laughs> yeah. And Carrie and I, in case you weren't aware, are going to be writing our next movie together. Yes, actually, some who told Carrie must have told us that. Or maybe you told me that on the phone, and I just know that, and I have ESP. No, go ahead, tell us about it. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know what? It, my my strength is humor. I can write dialogue like no one else. And Carrie is the queen of stories, man. I mean, if you've read Eye of the Storm, you'll know it's a phenomenal story. Has a lot of detail, a lot of texture, and that's not, you know. I figured, why not combine the best of both worlds? I can write killer dialogue. I can make, you know, great humor and you know, 25 years of comedy. So I thought, let's let's use our strength. So let's get her to do the story with me and, and work on the on the uh, screenplay. And it's going to be called Senseless. It's going to be a romantic comedy, and um, we're we're looking forward to uh, getting this out. Absolutely, that's awesome. She's hey, awesome. You know, Thomas Churchill acts too, right? She is performance as the sheriff in Mr. Hush. There you go. Actually, <laughs> actually he's a, actually actually he's no joke. He's a really good actor, uh, uh, and he's also a really good director and a really good writer. Um, he doesn't really write comedy, though. No. <laughs> Super dark horror. But if, but if you want to like come up with some ways to kill some people and shit, he's got that shit down. <laughs> you know what we gotta do. <laughs> Okay, what do we, we got to have like, a new genre of movies, like sort of like a horror comedy um, romance, you know? Absolutely. That's what romance is, a horror comedy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what I think, Drew. <laughs> Actually, you guys, too, though, when everybody sees CK... CK Books, and that's so funny. I'm so used to CK Books. That's what she, CKG Books is her Twitter handle. Yeah. <laughs> CK Gray. Uh, you guys, like, are going to love, and when her movie comes out, you're going to be, like, thinking, oh, you know, this is, like, I don't want to say The Next Notebook because it's going to be better than The Notebook. Better than The Notebook by far. It's going to be better than The Notebook. It's, it's the textbook. There you go. The textbook on The Notebook. <laughs> <laughs> It's really you know, good. The notebook. This is required reading. That's what I think. It, it really is good. It's a really good story. I actually uh, uh, have a, a lady who I who I know. She was like, I need something good to read, and she just read Fifty Shades of Grey or whatever. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, like 
this is like much better. It's like it leaves a little bit more to the imagination and it's like much cooler and stuff. And so she's like all about it. She's like halfway done with the second book already and she's like, yeah, this is awesome. And sorry, C.K. Gray, I let her like borrow my copy. I didn't have her buy them, but anybody else who wants it, I'll tell them they got to go buy it. (laughs) I don't get the whole Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, I I like it. It makes a great doorstopper. That's how I use mine. (laughs) I can't wait to figure out who they like cast when they make the movie, though, of Fifty Shades of Grey. I haven't even read the book. I just bought it and put it to open my door. It makes a great doorstopper. And I got the Twilight series holding up my windows in the back porch. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I mean, I don't know what the big deal is. They make great window and door stoppers. There we go. So we got we only got we got like two two and a half minutes left. So let's make sure we go over all our stuff again, everybody. First of all, this is Morley Morley Shulman. He wrote A Mile in His Soul. We're making it into an awesome movie. It's going to be produced by and directed by Aaron Lenton, and it's also produced by Mark Paul Wake, who's starring in it alongside. Michelle Martin. There are leads. There's lots of cool, cool people in the cast. Um, the website is is www.amileinhissoul.com. We're doing an Indiegogo campaign. You can donate as little as two bucks. So we need everybody to donate, and you can go to indiegogo.com/slash/amile. And uh, it's got an awesome soundtrack. If you donate money, you get something for every amount that you donate. It's a really great cause. 25% of all the proceeds earned are going to the United Way in Canada um, to, to help homelessness. And the movie's about homelessness. It's a great movie. It's a great script. And everybody's working hard to put this whole thing together. And we would appreciate your support. Absolutely. Dig into those pockets and fucking pay. There you go. <laughs> 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 and uh, anything I lift, left out, Morley, let us know. And we want to thank everybody from the film who's in the chat room, too, because like, uh, we appreciate all the support and, and anything that we can do to promote the film. We're all about it. Yeah, they all say they're a family in the chat room, and so they all hang together, which is cool. It's awesome. Family's and, good stuff. And happy to be a part of the film. And Morley, anything else you want us to, to mention about it? we got about a minute to go. Family is good. Is Morley still there? Maybe he's not there anymore. Did he Damn it, off? Molly. He's still there, Marley. We can't hear you, but if you can hear us, it's uh, uh, something going on. But what's it was up? A pleasure so- to hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, that was Marley Schulman. They're again the writer of uh, a mile in his soul. Uh, the movie's going to be shot in Scotland. We're going to have a great time. We want to thank everybody uh, who's who's part of the film, and for everybody who's like helping us with the Indiegogo campaign. And uh, all is good with it. It's going to be a blast. And and check out all the different. Uh, social media sites for the movie and follow him on Twitter, A Mile in His Soul, and donate two bucks at least. It'll it'll help a lot. It'll go a long way, and the homeless you know people will thank you too. Um, so we appreciate it all. And Morley, if you're uh, if you can hear me, I hope you can hear me. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We're not sure exactly what happened to you, but uh, we're gonna keep we everybody. We had a good time. <laughs> we had a good time. You're awesome, uh, Aaron, and everybody in the in the chat room. Uh, we had a great time. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we're definitely definitely uh, gonna continue promoting the film and promoting the Indiegogo campaign. And uh, and that's about it because we're out for this week, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Next week we're going to have a great show, and everybody have a great weekend. Booyah! Bye! Booyah!
Stop.